Welcome to the Disney World Today podcast. I am your host, your ghost host. There's some uh, typical Disney humor for you. Uh, my name is Kevin Pope, KP. Uh, you may know me on Instagram as Disney World Today. And uh, I just want to say thank you for stopping by and checking out the podcast. Um, you know, I love Disney, as I'm sure you do as well. So let's just get down to it. Let's talk Disney. Attention, please. The Walt Disney World Railroad, now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. Board. Wow, all right. Finally did it. Finally started my uh, Disney podcast. Uh, this has been a long time coming for me. Um, you know, I uh, I set up the page and, and uh, everything for my podcast over a year ago now. Uh, it was like February of 2020. But, uh, you know, I just never got around to actually uh, sitting down and, and recording a podcast for, um, for a few reasons, actually. Um, you know, part of the main reason was I was just a little too uh, scared to, a little nervous. Um partly because I just don't like the sound of my voice, which um, is kind of an issue for someone who uh, wants to start their own podcast. Um, but another reason was, you know, I just, uh, I've never really had a podcast before. I didn't really know how to make one or anything. Um, and what really helped me kind of sit down and do it was uh, me and one of my friends started a Marvel-based podcast. Um, where, you know, once a week we just kind of sit down and we go over like Marvel movies or news and stuff like that. Um, it's the Marvelous Podcast if you uh, are interested. But we've been doing that podcast since about December now. And, uh, you know, that really gave me the uh, the confidence I needed to, you know, kind of sit down and start my own Disney podcast. You know, and if you don't like the sound of my voice too, uh, I don't blame you. So, uh, but, uh, you know, I'm happy, happy to be here, happy to get this started. Um, you know, I love podcasts, Disney podcasts. Uh, I'm sure everyone listening does too. One of the first podcasts I ever listened to was WDW radio with Lou Mangello. So, um, you know, the godfather of Disney podcast, um, he would, he would always make my work days go by uh, a little quicker when I was listening to those, you know, but I'm always listening to some music, sports, radio, uh, other types of podcasts and stuff. So I, uh, you know, I definitely always wanted to do a Disney one cause I just love talking Disney. Um, this is a platform I could use to just kind of uh, show my Disney nerd side and then just kind of talk about different topics. And I've had my Disney Instagram for a, a long time now. I think I want to say I started my Disney Instagram page, Disney World Today, I want to say maybe around like 2014 or 2015. And I would just kind of use it to, uh, it was like my escape. You know, Disney uh, is my happy place. So like, I'd be at work or, you know, at home or whatever and missing Disney. I'd post a Disney picture and, you know, just uh, just seeing the pictures and, uh, you know, interacting with other pages, you know, really helped fill that Disney void. You know, I didn't really have a, a following or anything and um, not really until uh, this past summer. You know, it was during the pandemic. I wasn't able to go to the Disney parks and um, I decided to start making Disney TikToks. And the first Disney TikTok I ever made was uh, right after the Splash Mountain boat sunk at uh, Magic Kingdom in Disney World. Uh, and I made a TikTok kind of joking 
about that with me, uh, you know, sitting on the boat and going down with the boat. And I put in the Titanic song in the background and it kind of blew up and I got like, I don't know, like 70,000 views or something crazy like that. And I had never, I think the most likes I've ever gotten on a Disney post, you know, until then was like 30 likes or something. So, um, that video kind of helped me, uh, move towards starting this podcast too. Cause I kind of gained uh, a little following. I have a little more followers now. So that was definitely played a huge role. And, uh, I just love interacting with my, uh, Disney page friends, just seeing all those pictures and posts and man, especially the Disney food, the Disney food posts. Oh boy. Oh man. That makes me hungry. All right. Well, since this is episode number one, I thought it was only fitting that, you know, I kind of spend just this first episode, just kind of talking about me and my background. Um, you know, give you guys a little background and insight on me and, you know, what made me a huge Disney fan and where that passion for Disney comes from. Um, Cause I think it can be, um, you know, I think a lot of people can relate to it. Um, for me, uh, I grew up in Chicago. So, you know, uh, Disney world was a vacation that was, you know, a once a year thing for us. Um, started out when I was like one or two years old. Um, I count my first Disney trip is when I was two years old, 1992. Um, we still have photos and, and uh, VHS tapes, you know, home movies of that trip. So that's why I count it because we actually have proof. Um, but it was, uh, you know, those are big tradition, big family tradition, me and my family. Um, every summer we would go to Disney world for, you know, a week or even sometimes, you know, closer to, to eight, nine days. And, um, that was our big thing. We'd save up all year. That was our big trip. Um, and what made it even better was that my grandma, my grandpa, my aunt, and my two cousins would also go with us. So there was nine of us in total, uh, you know, every summer going to Disney and it was just so many good memories. Yeah. The only bad thing about it is, you know, we'd get back, it was late summer. So we'd get back like early August and like you get back from this great, amazing Disney vacation. Then you got to start school in, you know, a week or two, which is like every 10 year old's nightmare. But, um, you know, some of the, some of the greatest trips are from when I was a kid. Um, when we first started going, we were staying at hotels like uh, Caribbean beach and uh, Dixie landings, which is now Port Orleans. And we would get, um, the two rooms that are next to each other that are kind of conjoining with the, the door in the middle. Um, so it'd like be me and my parents and my sister in one room and my aunt, my grandma, grandpa, my cousin in the other rooms. And that was just a, a blast because me and my cousins could, you know, just walk through the, the middle dividing door and hang out and, you know, play with our toys or, you know, watch cartoons on TV. So it was such a good time. Um, you know, once we got a little older, we started trying other hotels. We, uh, we stayed at Coronado Springs the year it opened. I think even like, you know, a few months after the hotel opened, um, I do remember, I was only like seven or eight years old, but I remember our room was so far from the pool. It was such a long walk. Um, and then once we got to the pool, we were, you know, swimming around for hours. We all get out and all of our eyes were just like red and bothered us because of, there was just like too much chlorine in the pool. Uh, I remember we had to go to like Walgreens and get eye drops or something. You got a bunch of seven, eight year olds walking around with red eyes, make it seem like something else. But, uh, you know, other than that, that was, it was cool trying out a, a brand new hotel. You know, and then once we got even a little older, we, we stayed at Old Key West. And those are probably some of the best memories because, you know, Old Key West, you can get like the two bedroom, has like the kitchen, the full living room. Um, we, uh, you know, there's nine of us in this big hotel room at Disney. You know, it's, it was such a good time hanging out in the living room. My grandma would make breakfast. 
and we'd hang out on like the balcony. You know, we had a, a view overlooking the golf course. And, uh, you know, we always try to get that same room every year because, you know, we love the view and love the location of it. Um, so it was a, such a good time. Those are some of my best memories. And that's what, you know, got me into Disney. And that's why I'm so passionate about it because all my childhood memories involve going to Disney with my family and my cousins and my grandma and grandpa. So um, that's where that comes with. That's where it comes from. You know, for me, I'm sure a lot of people can relate, you know, being from out of state, you know, a lot of people, Disney World, I was, you know, I was lucky enough to go every, every year, you know, some people, you know, a different state, it's not easy to go every year. So when you do go, it makes that feeling of being there even, even greater, I think. And then when I was about 13 or 14, we, uh, we stopped going to Disney, uh, as the big group of us, the nine of us, and it became just me, my parents and my sister, the four of us going. And although like I missed, obviously going with my grandparents and my cousins and my aunt, um, we still had a lot of fun um, and just going the four of us, it kind of allowed us to try out some new hotels. I remember we stayed at, uh, I think like one of the first trips we went, just the four of us, we stayed at Contemporary and Wilderness Lodge, which I'd never stayed at before. We've only, we had only like walked around or eaten at. So that was, that was such a cool experience being able to stay there for the first time, especially the Contemporary. That was before they had Bay Lake Tower um, and they had like the two side wing buildings that... Uh, they tore one side down to build Bay Lake Tower, and I think the other one, the other side is still there now. And, uh, you know, we stayed in one of those buildings. We had, like, a view of the pool. It was, like, a, what, a five-minute walk to the monorail, which is just so cool. And uh, I love staying there. And then same thing with Wilderness Lodge. It was always been one of my favorites. You can take the boat to Magic Kingdom. I think we ate at Trails End, or not Trails End. We ate at uh, Whispering Canyon uh, a bunch of times while we, we were there. And, um they had a really cool arcade. It was it was small, but it, they had this MLB video game in that arcade that to this day, like I've looked up like on eBay just to see if there's one available because that was such a fun game. I'll never forget it. And I think too, I might have the high score of the uh, mini Papa shot because I cheated, but uh, that's besides the point. Um, then as I got older, we tried we tried a few other hotels, uh, Swan and Dolphin, Saratoga Springs. We stayed at. Um, a few times and then now when we still go we usually stay at uh, art of animation so uh been all around trying to have all, all the hotels that we can and uh it's always cool staying at a different hotel it kind of changes things up gives a gives you like a little uh almost like a uh, it rejuvenates you one of my favorite memories though going to disney when i was younger was for my 18th birthday uh, my birthday's in july and we'd go to disney at the end of july and it was kind of like a half birthday, half high school graduation present. But my parents let me invite my friend Brian down to Disney with us. And you want to talk about two 18-year-olds who are way too excited to be in Disney. Like, wow, we had a, we had so much fun. We were planning things. We were, you know, what are we going to wear? What are we going to pack? What are we going to bring? And he was a uh, going to be a film production major. And he, also, he works in, you know, video product, production now. So he had his video camera with him at all times we were making as many dumb stupid youtube videos as we could you know messing around on small world or splash mountain or you know at the at the hotel pool making cannonball montages um but it was just so much fun we were just two big goofs playing around at disney uh it's great memories I'm, i'd love to have him on an episode so we can just talk about all the shenanigans that went in went on when we were there um 
uh, one of which was uh, we rented the Surrey bikes at the boardwalk, those bikes that you can fit like four to six people on. And uh, we tried to uh, attempt that. Um, you ever tried renting the Surrey bikes with uh, three large men uh, <laughs> in late July peak humidity season? It's uh, it's quite a sight. I'll say that. But uh, yeah, that was a great time. And, you know, that's the thing about Disney. Like, it seems like every time you go, you create new memories. I can remember things. Um, you know, it's just small things that, uh, kind of leave a huge lasting impact. That's what, uh, that's what makes Disney so special. Yeah. It's the little things in Disney that are just make everything better. Like when we go now, you know, with, go with my girlfriend and my family, we stay at Art of Animation. Um, usually the car suite, the car section is the one we like the best. I, I love waking up in the morning, you know, kind of getting ready and then walking down to the food court and getting some coffee and, uh, some breakfast before we head out to the parks for the day. Just stuff like that. I love that walk to the food court. Uh, you can hear like the sounds of other people getting ready and the Disney themed music that's playing. And it's just, uh, just a great feeling. I gotta say, um, for anyone who's listening, who's, you know, a, a little bit younger, I wish you could have experienced Disney in the nineties, you know, growing up, going to Disney every summer during the nineties, growing up as a nineties kid, like, man, those were, it just felt so much more magical. Maybe it was because I was a kid, but, you know, just thinking back, like, think about going to Disney and not knowing what's new, like, until you got there. Um, you know, back then we had, uh, you could buy, like, a, a travel guide, and it would give you, like, all the rides. It would list, like, what was new, all the restaurants, everything. You had to read about it. Or you could, uh, you know, request uh, Disney to send you a Disney planning tape, a VHS. Later on, they became DVDs, but at first it was a Disney vacation planning VHS tape. And they would send you it for free. And like the video, you could probably find some on YouTube. It would be, you know, not too long. It would just go over like all the basics of, you know, what's going on in the parks, like what are the attractions, some of the resorts, transportation, and then what was new. Um, it was such a, you know, such a cool feeling. Um, I'd mentioned earlier, you know, when we stayed at Coronado Springs for the first time, like we were just staying there based off of, um, you know, what we saw in either the travel, you know, VHS tape or uh, pictures in a brochure that they sent. You know, and then you get there and you get to experience for the first time. I got a perfect example of that. I remember the day that we found out that Disney was going to be opening a new theme park. Uh, Animal Kingdom obviously opened in, I think, 97. And I was at my grandma's house and my aunt brought over the Disney vacation uh, planning uh, video for that year. And we're watching the video. And like right in the beginning, it was like, you know, stay tuned um, at the end of the video for a special surprise. So we watch the whole video. We see, you know, all the attractions we like, what's new. And at the very end, they give this huge bombshell that they're opening a fourth theme park, Animal Kingdom. I'll never forget it. It was I was there with my parents, my cousins. We were all getting so excited just seeing it on video, and you know we experienced it for the first time that summer. the The surprise factor was, you know, it was amazing. And uh, you know, with YouTube and Instagram pictures and everything, you'll we'll never experience anything like that again. So you know, it was just something small like that that was. Uh, it just made the trips a lot more magical. Even you know. Disney back then too, even like the parks, uh, they just felt a little different. Uh, it felt more 
um, like your old fashioned family theme park and not like the, you know, corporate theme park it is today in some aspects, you know, I still love it, but you know, going there in the nineties, uh, as a kid, it was definitely, it was definitely different, different vibes for sure. You know, nowadays I, uh, I still try to get to Disney world, uh, as much as possible. Uh, I usually go at least once a year still with my family and my girlfriend. Um, you know, I'd, l- I'd like to go more. It just depends on the year sometimes, you know, for Halloween or Christmas, but I uh, still get out there. I uh, still enjoy every second that I'm there and I can't wait to be back. It's been a while. I haven't been back. This is the first time since um, 1993 that I did not go to a Disney park for an entire year. Um, you know, every year I go to Disney World and then I've been to Disneyland once. That was the summer trip uh, that we took instead of Disney World once. But this is the first time. So uh, looking forward to be back. I, I just can't wait. All right. For the last part of the podcast today, you know, this is going to be a little shorter one because it's a different format. I'm basically just talking about myself, which I don't like doing uh, too much. But um, each episode, maybe I'm thinking about doing like segments of like Q&A. Uh, you know, I'll put up a, a story on Instagram and then you can ask me questions and I'll read them on here and I'll tag you and, uh, it'll be fun. So, um, the, uh, Q a segment is going to be sponsored by anchors and, uh, insert advertisement here. This episode is brought to you by Reese's peanut butter cups In breaking news. Leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's peanut butter cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. All right, Q&A, here we go. I think I have uh, four questions today. The first one, I'll try to pronounce these right, some of them. Uh, The first one is from Mira underscore Baki1. Sorry if I didn't pronounce that right. She asks, do you do pin trading? It's a good question. Um, Yes and no. I do collect pins. I started collecting pins when I was, you know, probably about 14, 15 years old when the uh, Disney pin craze kind of took off. Um, I started collecting pins. And back then I didn't trade them. I just wanted to buy and collect and keep the ones that I liked you know, the different character ones, different attraction ones. And, uh, you know, I had the, the pin lanyard that I still have to this day, just full of pins because I never traded them. Um, and then a few years ago I started, you know, kind of collecting some more pins I like. And, uh, me and my girlfriend would buy, um, you know, some of like the bundle ones. It would come with like a lanyard and like six pins. And then we started, we would keep the ones we liked and then trade the ones we didn't like. Or like, you know, you can buy the mystery pin boxes. If we didn't like it, we would trade it. So uh, recently I've kind of gotten into the trading aspect of it. But overall, I just kind of like to collect the ones that I like and I keep. And uh, I'm working on a display. Actually, I have like some corkboard. Just going to put the pins up there and hold on to the ones I like. So good question. The next one is from All the Disney Shenanigans. Do you live close to Walt Disney World? Uh, as I stated a little earlier, no, I don't. I am in Chicago, um, but the goal one day is to live very close to Disney World. That's for sure. Uh, if I win the lottery, I'll be at Golden Oaks uh, within within the week. That's for sure. 
All right, this next one is from Adriana Ambro 01. What's your favorite ride and least favorite ride? This is tough because my I feel like my favorite ride changes like once a month. It's so hard to choose. I love so many of the rides. But for favorite ride, I'm going to go with Space Mountain. It's a fun ride. It's a long ride. Um, you know, it's got a little bit of everything. It's got a cool... Uh, Cool theming, cool queue. Uh, it's in Tomorrowland, which I love Tomorrowland. So I'll go with Space Mountain as my favorite. And for my least favorite, I think I got to go with Mission Space. I went on Mission Space once and I thought I was going to die. So for that reason, I'm going to pick Mission Space as my least favorite. That's a fun question. I could talk about Disney attractions all day. Um, the next one is from alexis.ab2 what's your favorite place to get snacks in walt disney world again a food question i can talk about food all day but i think you know one of my favorites i'll go with that one of my favorites is the disney refillable refillable popcorn bucket so my answer to that will be any and every uh disney world popcorn bucket stand because you could buy the bucket and it's free refills for your whole trip so that's the way to do it or it's not free refills but it's like a discounted refill so uh, i'll go with a popcorn stand and the last question here is from daniel underscore butters underscore what is your dream behind the scenes walt disney world thing you would want to see now this question is a little deep wow i had to uh I had to take some time and think about this one. I think my dream behind the scenes thing I would want to see would be to kind of see what goes into designing and the actual execution of the, uh, like the nighttime fireworks shows. I would love to see how they choreograph all that, how they set all that up. You know, I'm sure it's so intricate. Like thinking about like illuminations, like how do you even begin to like set that up and, and, and choreograph it with music? Like that stuff kind of just blows my mind. Um, I think like the one that first came to mind that's not there anymore is wishes. I would love to see how they kind of um, develop wishes I like to call myself an amateur pyrotechnician during 4th of July because, you know, I just like to light off fireworks. Uh, so that, that stuff always kind of interests me. Um, that's a that's a really good question. Yeah, I'd, I'd love to see how they uh, design all those firework nighttime spectacular shows and stuff. So um, really good question. Thanks. Thanks for making my brain hurt a little bit on that one. All right. Well, that's it for the questions for this week. I think that's kind of all I got, uh, you know, for the first episode. I don't want to just keep on keep on rambling about uh, my Disney childhood and uh, going on vacations and stuff. I'm sure I'll get into those as the uh, episodes go on. Um, I'm going to uh, probably throw in Disney Plus right after this and uh, maybe watch a movie or something. I'm thinking maybe Luck of the Irish for all my uh, Disney Channel kids. Luck of the Irish every March during St. Patrick's Day, like, man, we get home from school, couldn't wait for that to be on, so probably throw that on, but I just want to say thank you to everyone who tuned in to listen to this episode. Um, I'm sorry if it's a little uh, 
kind of out of order or you know, hopefully not too boring, but uh, I'm hoping it'll get better as uh, the episodes go on. So, you know, cause I can talk about Disney all day. Um, I'd love to have some of my Instagram friends on as guests. I'll have, you know, I'll have some guests on as well. Like some of my friends that I know that are Disney fans and, you know, diff- different perspectives and stuff. Um, I have a lot of good, uh, funny family stories, you know, funny stuff for, I put, I'm putting quotes for funny. Cause sometimes it usually involves me or my dad, like injuring ourselves somehow. Um, but I got plenty of stories to tell. We'll do different topics. I'd like want to do some rankings, some lists, stuff like that. So for anyone who's still listening, thank you. I appreciate it. If you can, you know, subscribe, like the podcast, uh, give me some feedback if you, you know, if you don't mind, I'm open to everything. Um, give me a follow on, on Instagram at Disney world today. And until next time, thanks for listening.